Welcome to the Give Them Something to Talk About podcast brought to you by She Tribe. Hello, everyone. Welcome. We are back. I'd like to say it's a hiatus, but honestly, just so you're all with you guys, sometimes Allie and I don't have so much to talk about. Yeah, some days are just not our best weeks. And we're like, I don't know if they want to hear us, but I think we back. We've got some updates and we're excited. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. I think think people have been on pins and needles wondering how my retinol process has been going. I know I have. I know I have. (laughs) So the last podcast, which please go back and listen if you haven't. Yeah. I confess that I had 50 blackheads on my nose and that was an estimate that was being conservative. I'd like to report back that I still have 50 blackheads on my nose. Really? But does that ever happen to you? Like when I wake up the next morning, the skin on my nose is a little bit dry. And I, and I think that that's how you get rid of blackheads. You just, you make your skin so dry that it like forces the blackheads. No. And then like your concealer gets stuck in the dry skin or like whatever oh. face makeup, you just look like a crusty mother effer. Okay. Allie, that is one thing that I'm shocked science hasn't figured out. If you put on foundation and your skin is dry, you cannot recover it. This is not right. a pat in the moisture. It's <laughs> like you literally have to take up a full face off in order to get like it done. Science has you know, no bounds. Like we got the vaccine yet. We can't figure out a way to make our skin both covered and moisturized at the same time. No. And if you're going to come at us and say that it's a primer issue, it's not a primer issue. It's a skin issue. And I use extra surge moisturizer by Clinique, which is basically like dumping oil on your face (laughs) and it's still so dry. No, I legit bought hyaluronic serum that supposedly brings like a hundred times more moisture to your face than just like water. And I'm over here with like crusties hanging off. I I actually, I saw some friends yesterday and I looked in the mirror right before and I'm like, sweetie, your face is falling off. Like straight up. I'm so dry because I started doing retinol like you and your face just essentially crust flakes off like a beautiful little flaky croissant. Yeah. Wait. That's reminding me, were you ever on proactive? No, I never did proactive, but you bet I was on Accutane. Oh my gosh. So, you know, like when you go to the dermatologist, they fix one skin issue for another. Like they will, they're like, you have beautiful skin, but it will peel off every day for the rest of your life. Right. Like you have terrible acne and we're going to prescribe you this one thing, but you no longer will be able to look at yourself because you're going to be peeling and you're (laughs) going to be, you can't go in the sun. You can't drink. You can't have fun. You can't be happy but you won't have acne. Wait, I feel like Accutane is the conspiracy theory for our generation. Like, you know, there is asbestos or however you say that. Asbestos. Yes. Yeah. Accutane is that like, did you, didn't you have to get your blood drawn once a month? Well, yeah, because I think you can't get pregnant on it. And so they like are testing. I was 13, hadn't even like said hello to a boy, but they're like, are you pregnant? Let me, let me check. I'm like, I don't think, no, I straight up <laughs> never talked to a man, but yeah, it's the retinol will get you. It'll, it'll get you. And I think this is a perfect segue to talk about my latest purchase. Um, so just quick background. If 
Oh my gosh. I almost said, if you don't know me, I'm going to assume that 99.9% of the people listening, in fact, do not know me. So I'll, I'll cut nothing drives me nuts. Some people like, for those of you who don't know me when it's very clear, I don't know. (laughs) You're not a celebrity. Okay. Like I don't know who you are. I don't know. I have been eyeing this ultra creamy or so they say tart concealer. And if you follow any influencer, they all must have like a 60% commission structure with Tarte because they, they feature a Tarte product every, you know, every week. Yeah. You know what oh, I, mean? I know exactly what you're talking about and I use it. It's great stuff. Wait, I didn't know you used it. Yeah. I use it. I don't, I don't know if it's groundbreaking. Like it's fine. It's concealer. I, any concealer is my best friend. No, no, absolutely. So I ordered extra creamy because as you guys can imagine, my skin is peeling off from retin-A. And it unfortunately got delivered in Chicago and I'm a trendsetter and actually in Indiana. So you guys are gonna have to wait for that update probably in two weeks when I'm back home. So I know, I know not everyone cry at once. I I just have to be honest with you and transparent because she drives all about transparency. I appreciate the transparency. Thank you so much. How how is Indiana? What's going on? What else is now? Um, Well, the good news is, is today it's only raining and I hear in Chicago, it's actually snowing. Yeah. Like the weather says it's snowing, but I don't see it, but you know, I trust the weather more than I trust myself. So no, absolutely. Wait, do you have a preferred weather app? I just, uh, well, okay. So I, I check Apple weather first. Cause that's just yep. easy and is already preset. But then when I'm like hoping it's going to be something different than what Apple weather says, I always check the actual weather channel app just to validate if the Apple one is wrong or not. Oh, here comes the snow. Like actually like clockwork that just it's fallen. Yep. Okay, I thought it was spring. I literally spent the entire no. weekend spring cleaning. Okay. I, I need to hear more about this. Cause I feel like spring cleaning is like a spiritual experience that one has with their home. No spring cleaning, especially this year with COVID has felt, it's felt bigger than what it really is because Ooh. I am like we took our patio furniture out, which feels great for this snowstorm. Um, we put it back out. We're turning a new leaf. Vaccines are out. We're feeling real good. Um, yep. And we put away into our storage locker, like some of the, you know, activities I took up during COVID. So it felt like I was putting COVID away and yep. taking like happiness out and switching them. But like, just FYI, it's snowing. So I don't know if that was the right move, but spring cleaning felt very spiritual. felt like a nice release. I donated a lot and kind of use Poshmark, but oh my God, it is so, there is a science to Poshmark. No, it's a full-time job. Like actually though. No, my friend told me that she knows someone that makes, it's actually their full-time job. And she makes like 30 or no, she makes $40,000 annually from Poshmark. No, I believe that, but you have to be let's unpack this quickly. And for those of you who don't know what Poshmark is, it's an, an app that lets you sell clothing. Um, they actually might expand just past clothing, but you know, it's like somewhere where you can go and get rid of those lucky jeans that you thought were going to be classic, but realized they were only in for like a year or two, but it's gotten so competitive. Not only do you have to have like designer, basically clothing and sell it for like literally 20% of what you paid for it. You have to style it. Like you cannot just take a picture of your pants on the bed. I know I took the worst photos ever. My friend's like, you gotta be kidding me. And I'm like, I didn't realize that this was like, I didn't realize this was a career. This was a job. Yeah. Yeah. It was an Olympic sport. Yeah. 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 
Do you want to give a, sh- a slight shout out to your store in case people are looking for your oh items? My God, guys. Yeah. Check out the store at Allie Gottlieb. Um, we have some good watches. We have some rag and bone booties that I've worn once. Ooh. Kind of devastating when you realize like just how much shit we have, how much we don't need yeah. and like how much other people could use. Um, yeah. Which is I actually fun. follow this account account on Instagram. I highly recommend it's called the LA minimalist. And it's like this amazing woman who lives a minimalist lifestyle, but she's actually talking about one of the biggest issues with getting rid of clothes is everyone is so, um, trying to not be sad that they wasted money. Right. Like it's like the the common conversation you have with yourself where like the shirt doesn't fit, but I spent a hundred dollars on it. It might one day fit. And then it sits in your closet for five years. And she was saying like, people need to change their mindset from that. You're, you already lost the money. The money is gone, whether you keep the shirt or you donate it. And so it, it, it doesn't, you don't suddenly pay money for it when you donate it. That That's a sunk cost. So get over it and right. donate it. Right. You know, that's kind of what I'm realizing. I like tried to sell a few things that were like a little bit on the pricier side. And I'm just like, it's actually, yeah. a t- you're actually, your time might be more valuable than what you're going to make on that, oh. on that outfit. So, so true. Yeah. That's actually profound. Does the minimalist, like, does she show you inside her home and everything? Is it crazy? Yeah. It's, she actually does a really good job. She's cognizant that people, it's almost like, okay, remember when the neat method happened and everyone spent like $400 at the container store and you brought all those containers home and then you realized you put your stuff in them and one week and then it, you know, it all went to hell. She's really cognizant. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yes. Although the neat method. Wait. Weird. Also, neat Maybe method. They call it that? It's almost, I have no idea. No, no, but the home edit is separate, but they literally do the same thing. It's like the Chloe Kardashian organization of the yeah, cookies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? But she's like, you know, she's very cognizant that people are going to look at it and be like, okay, I become a minimal- minimalist if I buy the five shirts she has and I buy, you know, like the seven pots and pans she has. So she'll show you around her house, but she won't link anything out. She's like, that's literally the opposite of what the I want to do. Is- <laughs> That's so interesting. But yeah. And people ask her all the time too, like, well, when's if you're into dating or marrying someone that's not a minimalist? And she's like, I would be fine with it. Cause I'm a minimalist. I don't expect my roommate who lives with me to be a minimalist. Like we, we would compromise just like any other couple. And I don't know. I do think it's interesting. Like if David was a minimalist and I am not one, how you would figure that out, you know? Like, are you and Devin both like shred people or shed no. rather? No. Devin is what we call a hoarder. He, oh. Not to the severity of what you're thinking on TV, but yeah. we'll find like a random, I like to call them tchotchkes, like a little, oh, like a lot of tchotchkes. Lots of tchotchkes. Uh, he'll be like, he, he likes to refer to any tchotchke as a memento. And I've never used the word memento in my life. Like no. he'll, he'll be like, this is our box of mementos. And so we're going through Wait, these. Isn't a memento a mint? Do you remember those? Those are mentos. Oh, mentos. Okay. Close to momento. <laughs> okay. There are mints, moments. Um, Back to you. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know. He has this whole box and he claims they're mementos, which makes, adds like this value to them that I'm not allowed to touch. But in yep. reality, there are tchotchkes that likely he bought at a like souvenir shop yep. when he was studying abroad. It, but, it, but, you know, he places a sentimental value. So we, I'm more of a let's, let's shed and he's more yep. of a let's hoard. 
and we meet in the middle. I mean, we're, we're definitely trying to get rid of more stuff. Yeah. Well, and that's what's so the home edit or the neat method or whatever you use. They're always like, or even Marie Kondo, like there is a place for sentimentals, but they need, right. you know, to be organized. And I've actually, just, oh, you go. I was just gonna say, it's hard when like you place sentimental value on everything. because <laughs> You got to pick and choose, but sorry to interrupt. Yeah. But every year since high school, I have, I used to collage them because I used to be, have a lot more time, but I take a shoe box and everything I collect in that year goes in a shoe box and then it goes in the closet. And then the next year has a shoe box and at least a it keeps it organized, but B you can only fit so much in a shoe box. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you, you're not, you know, keeping every single takeout menu that they you guys have ever eaten at together. Right. You know, I actually have, I have stuff every year too. Like I have the things I keep. And so a lot of them are cards from birthdays or things like that. Ooh. And then yep. I also have, this is, this is actually something I haven't realized or thought about in a long time. I have, <laughs> I leave letters from old boyfriends in that same box. Ooh, it has like spicy. pictures from my wedding and then also pictures or mm. uh, letters from like 2006. Wait, I need to tell you something. I have a memento. Ooh, see what I did there? Box yeah. for my senior year. And I had a high school boyfriend and we unfortunately broke up the moment I went to college. Cause it turns out long distance relationships in from Massachusetts to California with a time zone change of three hours is a little bit hard, you know, to, to work through, but he gave me his iPod and now like he had the old school, like the thick, chunky, tall, the ones that you could store like 5 billion yeah. songs on and that were $80 at Costco. He left me his gray one and it's in that box. And I plugged it in the last time I was there still works. I'm wow. talking bands like the national Bonnie Vare, say anything like really, it's almost like a time capsule. And now looking back, I didn't return it, but I think that was just, I'm very vindictive when we break up yeah. with someone like I I'm not nice at all. I don't return anything. I delete them out of my phone. All my friends have to delete their name out of their head. There's no, you know, nice <laughs> parting. That leads me to the question. If someone were to give you something like super expensive yep, and you break up like within reason, like you break up quickly after that, is yep. it the right thing to do to give it back? Or is it past the statute of limitations? You're like, sorry, mm -hmm. baby, that's mine. Babies. Um, that is a great question. I mean, I think like, not that we talk about it all the time, but if Dave and I were, you know, to part ways. Like I would give back the ring. Like I wouldn't yeah. keep it because I mean, he get, it's a gift, but I, I think if it's a big ticket item, you return it unless they cheat on you. And well, which a case, lot of people keep it. Yeah. A lot of you yeah. are like, FM, I'm keeping it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. That's such a, I wouldn't really want it. I think it's because they're looking to sell it. Obviously. Like, I don't know if they want to just hold on to it and stare at it every day. Wait. And actually different story, but on trend is that a roommate and I had a falling out and she left some of her stuff at the apartment because she didn't move at all. She was moving very far away from where we lived. So I kept that. So I have like a few restoration hardware chairs in my house that are from there. And my plates are still from there. Really? And I kept them. Do you think about her when you, when you like ever sit in that chair or no, you're able to detach? 
No, it's been long enough. I've been able to detach. Like I have lamps. Like actually now that I'm saying this out loud, I have, like, I have her wallet. So <laughs> I have a social card on me. But wait, what about you? I really don't know. It was like a question that I was hoping I wouldn't have to answer myself. Well, <laughs> well. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I feel like if it was the ring, I'd give it back. If it were like something that someone, I, I don't even want to say Devin because it's weird. We're not, we're not breaking up Devin. Do you hear me? Devin, Devin, unless you're, unless you're breaking up with Allie to be with yeah, me. No, you can't break up with me. I'll never leave you off. Um, I'd probably not give back other things that are like more specific to like, you got it for me, babe, sweetie. Wait, I just thought of talk about things you don't want to talk about if for whatever reason you should pass or I should pass would you be okay with one of your friends like dating Devin after after you're gone or is oh, it, it feels like, like you're, you're asking for yourself and it feels like you might kill me um absolutely no, but now I am friends listen up you do not have my voice <laughs> Absolutely not. What about you? I mean, I would say no, but I'm just thinking of, well, I watch a lot of Hallmark movies probably doesn't happen in real life, but it's like the classic story where like the woman loses her husband and she, you know, the best friend of her husband really leans in because the husband told him to look after her. And then all of a sudden, you know, they're cleaning up the dinner table after a nice home cooked meal, their hands touch. And it's, you know, it's, it's over like Donkey Kong. I just, no. Nope. I mean, there is one side of it where you could be like, I'd rather my friend who I love mm-hmm. than some random hoe. Um, yep. So that's for sure. But ugh, yeah, I have I to mean, say, I, I just, don't, we were trying to make this podcast positive and I keep just dragging us right into the gutter. If you but... were to die. <laughs> <laughs> we well, like one thing I need to tell you, Ali, is that often Ali and I will say like, we're going to slowly pass away. And it makes sense in the context. Like we don't have to caveat to each other that it's metaphorical. Like we don't actually want to pass away. And I was on a meeting the other day and I was like, I'll just slowly pass away. And and no one, no one got no, it. You, you use a lot of our phrases in real life and they, they can't do. be translated to real life. No, they just, I can't. also the other day internally said murder me in cold blood. Cause like Allie and I say that often and at work is what she means internally. Yeah. At work. And it, and again, did not translate. And I try to explain it, but you know how it is with your best friend. Like there are just some things you say that no one will ever get. Oh my God. Today on a meeting at work, I said, um, someone was saying like the world's going to end in six years because it's snowing right now, like just based <laughs> on COVID and the weather. And I'm like, honestly, good. Cause I'm freaking tired. And that just feels like a nice break. And everyone's like, no. we're going to end the meeting there. I'm like, yeah, all right. Yeah. But everyone have a great day. You know, everyone be well, <laughs> be well. Okay. So then what's a fun update you can bring to us? Hope anything that you can just, I, I think I'm hearing wedding bells. Oh, Allie, you could not be more right. Um, the last time I was in Indiana, I probably from the pod, I, I do want to get married. And that made me sound like I, I didn't, I stuttered because we have this dream wedding planned in Iceland and, um, Iceland is not letting Americans in. And to be honest, America has a bad rap, so it could be a while, you know, this is not Australia who eradicated it in two weeks, 
but the last time I was here on a whim, I went to try on wedding dresses and actually I said yes to the dress and I ordered it. And I just got an email two weeks ago that is here. So let me just tell everyone quick, quick plan. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to the dry bar here in Indiana and I'm going to have them blow out my hair and do something to it. I just realized David listens to this podcast, so I can't actually give intricate details, but what I'm having done to my hair is what I envision happening at my wedding. So I'm just going to have them do it so that when I go try on the dress, I actually have my hair in the way I think it should look so that I have a, a mental image. Cause one of my biggest fears is I, you know, try on the dress day of and they clash. And you know what I'm talking about, Allie, like the hair has to match the dress. It is of not course. like willy nilly on the top. Right. I never did that, but that's really smart to do to test it out. Well, also part of it is that if I get married in Iceland, it's not exactly like I'm going to do a hair trial. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I'm not yeah, yeah. oh, going to fly sense. to Iceland for them to do my hair. So my friend Cammy, who I'm staying with, she did the same thing in Mexico and you just record it. Well, like you okay. record someone doing it step by step. I have a public service announcement. Hair trials are the biggest oh. scam ever because first of all, at least my experience. Wait, Allie, didn't you go to two or something? No, I didn't go to two, didn't but what ended up happening? No, it was that my wedding was in Tahoe. And so I also was likely not going to have a hair trial because I needed someone that was out there. Yep. Um, but the woman who was doing my hair had to fly out for a wedding in Chicago. So we do the hair trial and no shade. She's so good at hair, but like after she did my hair, you're obviously not trying it on with your dress. Like normally you don't have your dress when you're doing right. that which I think is genius that you're doing, but also like I didn't, she did my hair and I didn't love it. So I was like, okay, this is, I like this part. I don't like this. And so I'm like, do you want to take a picture or something? Like, cause the purpose is you're trying it out. So you can like agree upon something for the wedding. And right. she's like, no, it's all good. Like, no. So you're really, she's like, we really what? just do these to like make you feel good, but we're you, we don't need to memorize what we did or anything. We can just talk about it again on the day of, I'm like, Wait. that makes literally no sense. Like, That's unless pretty- I guess you're doing something kind of crazy and you want to see if you like it or not, but if you don't, then what? Right. Well, and Ali, I, if I'm understanding what you're saying, you were actually in a unique position where the woman who did your hair on your wedding happened to be in Chicago. So you did the, the try on or the hair trial with her. Yeah. She was there just like randomly. And, you know, I was really excited because I was going to get to meet her before the wedding. But I just was like, the the two things that confused me is that I didn't like my hair, but she wasn't willing to like keep going and trying (laughs) new things, which seems like we should have. And then part two is they didn't take pictures. So it was really much a trial for my sanity and less for like, yeah, you know, her wanting to take notes on what we want to do next time. So, yeah. So when the wedding day came and she did your hair, was it more in alignment with what you wanted, but she wouldn't go into at the hair trial? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And yeah, same yeah. with my makeup, actually. Like I looked insane at my trial and then I liked my makeup on my wedding day, but they looked nothing alike. So I'm just like, one was like a dark moody. And then on my wedding day, it was like bright and simple. Like, yeah, this, it literally yeah. makes no sense, but yeah. Well, and I also think, I mean, people get so hyped up on your hair and makeup and obviously it's like the biggest day of your life, but 
I like to have backup. Like I'm assuming, let's say my hairstylist passes away and the makeup artist gets stuck in a snowstorm. Like I have those two friends who are coming that can handle it, like in case of emergency. So like I have contingency plans. Right. That's actually, that's super smart too. I guess like there's people I could have relied on, but it was not going to be my mom and sister who who Mm -hmm. were in the room. No, 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 no. Wait, on that note, Hope, I have a question for you. Did your mom ever teach you how to like braid hair or do hair or anything like that? So no, um, my grandparents that, um, we call them, we call them Allie and I call them my grandparents. They're not actually blood. They're the people who we went to daycare with who are just above and beyond the best people I know. So my grandma would do my hair and she would teach me. And I actually only learned to braid because I rode horses and you have to braid their tails. Oh, really? Tail I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's actually very easy to learn how to braid when you have like a, you know, 12 foot ma- uh, tail to work with. But no, I, I still don't know how to do makeup because I never had a sister or a mom who was like really into it. I never got walked same. through. No, same. And I know we've already talked about this when I got the mannequin head and was trying to teach myself. And I was yeah. throwing shade at my mom and sister being like, what the heck? I want to know how to do hair in, in case of like, I need to be hope's contingency plan. No, I need wedding. you to be the backup of the backup. That is not the role I have you playing on okay, my that's wedding fine. day, but that's we all have specialized skills and yours will be basically like if there, you'll be the Olivia Pope. Like if a vendor needs to get yelled at or something, <laughs> you were, you were getting so, so tapped in because you had to do it at your own wedding with your wedding planner. So I feel like you're seasoned. Yeah. I just think you need air traffic control at a wedding. Like you need someone to guide, 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 make sure things happen smoothly. Yeah. Yeah. And then it goes by, I mean, I don't know this yet because I'm not married, but it goes by in the blink of an eye and then you wake up the next morning. Actually, similar to how the Olympics, like when athletes are done at the Olympics, they get terribly depressed because it's like, oh good. I get to gear up for the next four years. Yeah. When you woke up the day after your wedding was, were you kind of sad that all the planning? Oh my God. I was the wedding the day after I wasn't, cause I was just like hung over and tired and had to go to brunch. I was still excited to see everyone. But then as people started to leave and that next day, like you feel such a low, low. And no. I guess like, that's why people book their honeymoon right after their wedding. Cause they have something to look forward to, but I yeah. didn't. And it yeah. just was like, super sad. You're like, I have spent the past like year. I mean, there's also kind of an issue that we spend so much time planning a wedding and dealing with all that. Um, but yeah, you spend like so much of your life focused on it and then suddenly it's just gone. Yeah. Oh, but you got the memories smile because it happened. Eh? No, it's, it's truly all about the memes. So yeah. Um, although I, I have dreams all the time, like that my wedding's about to come up and we're not set up correctly. And then I wake up and I'm like, uh-huh. Oh, good. No. And from knowing you personally, I feel like you had like a seven tab Excel spreadsheet and yet still there were nuances that could not be caught. You just you know? said, yeah, no, or no. Yeah. And I just wanted to bring up really quickly that there's this beer called like, I think it's called, yeah, no. And so let's just really quickly go through what the different phrases mean. Yeah. Okay. Are you cool with that? Yeah, I am. Okay. So I'm going to name one and you say which one it means. Okay. And for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, like hope. And sometimes I will always say, yeah, no, or no. Yeah. And it's like, what the hell are you saying? So no, yeah. No. Yeah. Actually means. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. No. 
Yeah, unfortunately, that's a no. Okay. Um, no, wait. Yeah, no, no. Okay. Yeah, no, no. It's actually, yeah. It's like, yeah, no, no, no. I'll handle it. Yeah, yeah, you no. Know what I mean? Okay. Um, no, no, yeah. Okay. No, no, yeah is also a yes. It's a yeah. It's like, no, 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 no. I got it, sweetie. I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I got it. Yeah. Think of any more patterns. Do you have any more? Um, let me think real quick. Um, we already went over. Yeah, no. That's a no. I think those are all the variations, but I will say I do this, you know, 24 seven and that at my birthday party last year, was it your team who named themselves? No. Yeah. After me. There, yeah, there you I think go. It was the yeah. Knows. Yes. The yeah. Knows in honor of our queen hope. No, no. Yeah. Um, well, I, I think on that alley, I, I don't know if, if you know, but should we, should we wrap this thing up? I think let's wrap this baby up. Um, so no, yeah. With a, with a yeah, no, yeah, no. Should we? No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, wait, no, because that would have meant no. <laughs> well, too confusing. Babies, please don't speak like us. And also, happy St. Patty's Day. I hope everyone celebrates in a responsible way. It is this Wednesday. Um, but please know, please know, I will be sharing my story next week on how a 30-year-old does St. Patrick's Day. Because I, th- I think it hits different. It's my first one, but it definitely hits different in your 30s. It hits different. Well, babies. Sweet baby angels, we love you. We hope we love you, you just had a ball, you know? Hope so. Thanks for listening, lovers. Bye.